Welcome in to DMVR Buffs post game presented by the Colorado XOs. I'm Henry Chisholm. I'm here with Ben Gerding and Ryan Konigsberg. And I don't know. I think the first thing that we have to say tonight quack. <laughs> quack. <laughs> uh, so many animal sounds tonight, right? Is that not the story of the day? That is the story. I, of the I day. think the first thing we have to say is good morning, as as someone Sorry. in the good comments brings up. Dear God, I know Shout this isn't even Francois. like this isn't Pac-12 after dark. This feels like Pac-12 before dawn. Pac-12 before dawn. We have sure. we like have it. crossed before the dawn. line. Yes, I like. We've that. only done that once before, I believe, and it was when uh, CU. Opened the season at Hawaii at 11 p.m. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. Like, that was just a scheduled 11 p.m. start. We had, like, seven different things tumble the wrong way today for this for us to get this late of a start. But, uh, y- you know, honestly, my biggest takeaway? Huh. Welcome to March. Style points don't count here. <laughs> I know. Like, if that's over. I've already got people in my mentions being like, oh, like maybe next time, like, survive a little smarter. And I'm like, <laughs> no, you can survive as dumb as you want as long as you survive. It, survive, it, it's not like a, a spectrum. It's, yes. it's either you did or you did not. Exactly. You are either alive or not alive. And if you're alive, that means you survived. And that's what it's all about. That's what the buffs did. Sure, it got a little ugly there for a second. I thought for. How long did I think? Maybe for two-tenths of a second, I thought that game was going to overtime. Like, halfway in the air through the time that it popped back out. I was like, oh, no, it's happening. I only had enough time to have a thought before I could have, like, a fear that it was going to go in. As the ball was traveling in the air, I was like, oh, this is destined to happen. Uh You know, because, like, Uh single overtime, double overtime. Bill Walton said it. He's like, well, now we're destined for (laughs) triple overtime. He's openly pulling for another overtime. (laughs) I know. I was like, don't you dare. (laughs) Don't you put that energy in the air. I also have this theory that everything goes in in March. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, and it's March. And I was just like, the ball is flying through there, and I'm like, oh, God, this is meant to happen, and everything goes in in March. Clank. Oh, thank God. Thank um, God. Nighthawk made a good point. It's been March for a year. <laughs> that is true. It has it's been March, March for a year. Wow. I mean, we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, that Buffs game, a lot of good things, including the fact that they won. Some agree, ugly stuff, Andrew. too. There's, like, a bunch of other basketball games that happened today. Colorado's playing USC tomorrow. Isn't that crazy that yes. this is just, like, 24 hours? Less than 24 hours. We're going to be right back up here 
watching another basketball game. It's just crazy. If I'm Tad Boyle, I'm slipping everybody like four melatonins. It's like, okay, <laughs> just knock out for 12 hours. What's and a melatonin? Melatonin? Did I say melatonin? <laughs> I, yes. I forgot that like we're in front of the camera, so I'm not going to let that slip. Yeah, you can't let it no, get No, not right now. Stuff. No, 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 right, no, no. Well, a, me- a melatonin in. is just, it, it's, a, it's a bigger <laughs> melatonin. Yeah. It's a whole not, ass melon of well, melatonin. I was thinking flavored. I mean, it's almost like, you know, with a dog, you know how they, they put like, you know, meds and peanut butter and cheese. Uh, yes. To trick your players into taking melatonin, you give them melatonin. It's just a little, little <laughs> fruit bowl it's of melatonin. Yeah, this is so bad. Oh, boy. Um, before we get into actual basketball stuff, I do want to say Colorado XOs are one in one, which is very good considering that most of them were not rugby players just a few True. months ago. Uh, they are training right here at Infinity Park in Glendale uh, and competing with teams from all over the place with the goal of getting these guys onto the U.S. national team, which also trains at Infinity Park in Glendale. Interesting stuff. You can check it out at uh, DNVR Rugby on Twitter, the DNVR Rugby podcast, uh, and then at thednvr.com. There's a whole bunch of written content too, so make sure you check that out and follow along. All right. Let's jump into the biggest takeaways from this game. Uh, we kind of already did a little bit of biggest takeaways. We did the quacks. My we did the melatonin. Was welcome to March. The, okay, there you go. Can right. I chime in with a stat from you know who? Is it Brian Howell? It's definitely. Brian I Howell. love Brian Howell's stats. We need a graphic for that. I I always think like what? All graphics? right, I'll get I'll get on it. <laughs> Brian Howell's stat gets a graphic. Yeah, Howell's hot stats. I feel like if we do this, we have to tell him. <laughs> I don't or think we behind his back. Just wait till he tunes in. Well, one of these he'll, nights he'll and figure out eventually because his mentions will just be full of from DNVR people be like <laughs> Howl's hoots or something. You know, anytime he tweets out, <laughs> tweets something out. Howl's <laughs> hoots. Uh, I was thinking like Brian's stats. It's kind of like Brian's song, but Brian's song is a sad movie. Ah, uh, see, I could, I can't speak to that. Uh, right, anyways, here is your Howl's hoot of the night. Uh, <laughs> with tonight's win, Colorado has secured a. 700 winning percentage for this season. The CU Buffs finished at least 700 just four times in the previous 77 seasons. Guys, 1954, 1961, 1962, 1968. This is the best season for winning percentage since 1968 and 69. Nice. Oh, Nice. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just it, it, it hit me harder that time. No, I mean, <laughs> that, it's because it's 1248 a.m. I mean, that's just a testament in in the middle of of maybe the strangest pandemic of my lifetime uh, that I've ever lived. I think all of our lifetime. That's like saying your only child is your favorite child. (laughs) Ben Ben Palm does say this is worse than bird flu. Ben Palm says this is the dumbest pandemic of the 2000s. Wow. Let's not get into that. Um, I wonder. I don't even know what that means, and I will ask you after. No, I just mean it's dumb, but no, I mean, (laughs) pandemic sucks. sucks. Yeah, no, this is so impressive what Tabo has been able to do this year. And and just circling back to your first biggest takeaway, you know, this is March. It doesn't matter how you win. I mean, dear God, look around the country just today. Hot hits. That's a I like that. <laughs> That's I very like that. good. Uh, look around the country just today. You know, Virginia with a buzzer beater over Syracuse. Syracuse, a bubble team. That's a loss that that really might hurt them. Syracuse flirting with the last four in, first four out. If you're Syracuse, do you think they would have cared if they if they beat Virginia the same way Colorado did yeah, today against Cal? UCLA would care if they it, beat UCLA Oregon exactly. State the way that or the Villanova won. dropping game to Georgetown today. I mean, this is the point in the season where it doesn't matter. 
you don't care about your ranking really. It's just about how can you win and keep going. And Colorado's in the semifinals has a great matchup against USC, which we'll dive into. But listen, th- they're really looking good. This was the Buffs' biggest hurdle in this tournament. Beat a bad team. <laughs> Seriously. I, you think I'm joking. I'm dead-ass serious. This was their biggest hurdle. You got to beat a bad team. And they did it. And honestly, it's another game where, at least for the first, I don't know, 38 minutes, Tad Boyle looks and says, like, this is what I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> you don't have to play well on offense when you play great on defense. Now, he's probably going to have a lot of other thoughts now that they almost blew that game at the end. Um, that will probably precede that thought. But eventually he will get to this one, which is when you play defense like that, you don't have to do much else. The rest of it just kind of comes to you. Like, eventually McKinley Wright's shots start to fall. Eventually Jabari Walker starts to get and ones. Evan Batty, Evan Batty tried to kill a man tonight. Um, <laughs> like, that stuff is going to come naturally as long as you keep playing great defense. And the Buffs were worse on offense – then uh, Cal was for the first, what was it, seven minutes of this game that yep. went by without a stoppage. And then you said it. You said it. I think uh, they were – it was 7-3 to three two, at yeah. that point. 7-2. Yeah, that's what it was. When you said if they get a bucket here, then it's like none of this even happened. Exactly. And they got the bucket. It was 7-4. It's like a fresh game. And the stoppage comes and you just reset. And because you played elite defense that entire time – you got away with an atrocious offensive start. And it goes back to the main point, which is this is March. It just doesn't matter. So the fact that, you know, like they got off to this slow offensive start, and that's two games in a row now, still doesn't matter. Uh, you work your way out of that, you know, you, you work your way out of that. And now, again, they cleared their biggest hurdle. I'm not, I was more afraid of Cal than I am afraid of USC. And that doesn't mean they're not, that doesn't mean they're going to mm-hmm. win, but it's like you've, you've kind of, put yourself into a position now where you made the semifinals. That's nothing to scoff out. You're playing USC win or lose. You can be happy with the result here. It's like you you're in a nice place right now and you can kind of play free tomorrow. Absolutely. And you couldn't do that today. Yeah. I mean the, they did what they needed to do. You know, there was no way that Colorado was going to win a PAC 12 championship tonight. Like that was yeah. not on the table. They could not have scored 15 more points and then get to skip the game against USC or something. It does not matter at all. They had the opportunity to become a top four team in the Pac-12, and they played well enough to be a top or top four team in the Pac-12. And so now they're going to the semifinals. They'll probably need to play better against USC. Let's see if they do it. They did what they needed to do to beat Cal, and that has to be the biggest takeaway. Uh, because it is March, and it is just about wins and losses. One thing that I hope Tad is telling these guys, and I think is really important for them to understand, though, is the opportunity that they have in front of them now. They, listen, like, you're not going to win a championship after this week. I mean, for, like, the chances of that are so slim. Mm -hmm. But you have a chance to win a championship this week. In fact, not even, like, you can win a championship 48 hours from now. And... Oregon, Oregon State is going to be a dogfight. It's going to be incredible. I think. You know, you never know. Yep. But I really think that's going to be a tough game. And hell, Oregon State might win that game. And so you beat USC, and the only thing standing between you and honestly, like, I don't want to overstate this, but like, eternal glory <laughs> is, <laughs> is a beaver. <laughs> is Oregon State. And, and, and like, that sounds overstated, but like, there's a banner in the stadium. 
you'll be brought back every 10 years, 20 years. Oh, here's the, the Pac-12 championship team. Like that, you, you'll have a ring. Like that stuff stays with you forever. Mm-hmm. And they have a huge opportunity here. But again, they can also play really free because they don't have a lot to lose. Like losing to Cal, Ben, you said it earlier, that's a seed line dropping loss. Losing to, losing to USC is not. Right. Losing in the semifinals of your conference tournament is not. Yeah, I mean, the, it, it really would have been detrimental to their resume if they lost tonight. Um, that would have been their fourth quadrant three loss, and that is this team's bugaboo. I mean, y'all hit on it earlier. T- just take care. If What's you, your bugaboo? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. You just well, said I don't it. know, but you just no. said it was their bugaboo. Bugaboo. So it's like your Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So Which what's m- yours? Blondes? I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. No, yeah, I, go ahead, though. It, <laughs> you got me all out of my no, rhythm. Okay, you're, you're, you're good. You're rolling. The bugaboo. Third time uh, right. loss. B- bugaboos. I'm, they just have struggled so much against bad teams all season. And so now facing USC, you're right. You do feel more confident about it. But also, the reason that Colorado right now is sitting in most projections right between the five and the six line. I mean, pretty much anybody but CBS has them as a five or a six. CBS has them as a nine seed for some ungodly reason. Literally the, the only one. But Fan CBS. the reason why they're, they're flirting with that line is because of those quadrant three losses. Yeah. None of the teams above them have that poor of a record in those bottom two quadrants. So this one probably would have dropped them down to a seven or even an eight. And the eight-nine matchup is Armageddon. That's the one you want to avoid at all costs because you're a shoe-in to lose in the second round unless of a miracle. So why are you smiling so much? I don't know. I mean, like, Armageddon's a little <laughs> extreme. Armageddon. <laughs> so, no, this was a, this was a great win. You're right. The Buffs can play loose. They're playing with house money right now. So now go nice out Vegas there. reference. Thank you. Mm, yeah. And Bill Walton, incredible at those. Real yes. quick, too, on this tangent, getting Matt Bradley fouled out, that was big. Evan okay. Mobley today got into some foul trouble too. If they can, if they can keep drawing fouls like they they've been selling. And Henry, you and I talked about it on the conference roundup last night. Mm-hmm. That was one of the keys to this game was to be able to draw fouls uh, and also keep Matt Bradley off the ball. They did both of those perfectly. But if they can do that again against USC, could 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 look good for a championship run. Okay, I was just about to say I can't not talk yeah. about this guy any longer. Uh, we we're trying to wait for the graphic to be ready. Now it's ready, Henry. I'll let you tee it up. Um, assuming this is the same graphic, that, yeah, it is. Uh, the DraftKings King of the Game is Eli Parquet. Held Matt Bradley to ten points, five rebounds, no assists, forced him to foul out. I mean, a lot of those. I wish we could have gotten also on. the uh, field goals on there. Dude, what did Matt Bradley three shoot? Three of oh, I have eleven right now. Oh. Three of eleven. Yep. Oh. Three of eleven, and I believe four turnovers. Do you, like everyone needs to three turnovers. Go back in time, change your Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year ballot, and give it to the rightful winner, Eli Parquet. The man is Clamp City. He needs his own. Like I think we should say that Matt Bradley went to Parquet Island tonight. Oh, I think God. so. Like he was. I think so. He was stranded there without a paddle. And you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, Tajidi is up next tomorrow, and I you'd have to think that Eli is going to be all over him. And they need him to because Tajidi's starting to heat up. So yeah, they're going to need another heroic performance from Eli. But you're right. I mean, he put a new definition on on lockdown tonight. And it, it's really just impressive because it, it was that kind of that debate all year of 
you know, his defense is so great, but you really wish he could turn it around on offense. Tonight, it didn't matter. It was four-on-four basketball for how much Eli Parquet was shutting down Matt Bradley. And yeah, you know, Bradley started to heat up a little bit late in that game, but it just wasn't enough to, to matter. And heat when up a little bit is like he made three free throws on a Maddox Daniel, Daniels foul. Um, he hit a one-three in Eli's eye. Yep. And Which he, was still great defense. I mean, you can't right. play Did him he hit another better. three? Was that... He, I How think, did he get to 10? I don't know. No, he didn't. He was 1-6 from 3. Okay, so he hit 1-3 in his eye, which was good defense. He had three free throws, and then he had, I don't know, two buckets somewhere else. He wasn't. He, he was only heating up because we were feeling the pressure of the end of the game, and we were like, oh, God, here he goes. But, like, I mean, the man had zero points in the first half. Eli Parquet was incredible. Uh, we've talked about him all year long, and I would trust – I'm not getting uh, trust him on any player in the country. Just put him on him. Any guard, I should say. Put him on any guard in the country, and I feel safe with what's going to happen. You know, certain guys are going to get theirs. But tonight, you came into this game saying, we cannot let Matt Bradley beat us again. And Eli Parquet said, cool, put that right on my shoulders. I got it. Um, and, you know, credit to Tad Boyle and, and the rest of that coaching staff. They had a really good defensive game plan. I loved that they were trapping on the screen rather than switching. Uh, and it made his life a living hell from Absolutely. start to finish. And that's why you won this game, plain and simple, especially when you didn't have it because he's the type of guy who, when you are in that cold streak early in the game, can hit three threes, bang, 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 and all of a sudden, instead of being down seven two, you're down seventeen to two, and you're you know you're looking around like what just happened. But Eli and that defensive game plan kept this game in check and made it so like some guy named Manashevitz or something had to beat you. Yeah, there you go. Uh, not the uh, Manashevitz. Not the wine. I like what it. is Manashevitz? That's a sparkling wine. I, think. I I would I would not know. Uh yeah, Manashevitz or whatever it was. Uh, he had to beat you or. One of those other guys, and they just, they can't. Like, they're just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why they were 9-19 and 19 or whatever they were. Like, they're just simply not good enough to beat you. You took out the, the one guy who could, you win the game. And the crazy part is that your other guard is McKinley Wright. And so all of a sudden, it's McKinley Wright on their second best guard. And then you've seen what the front court can do in games like the games against USC and it's really easy to get really excited about this defense. And I think that because the offense can get ugly at points, you forget just how good this defense is and, and was tonight in particular. Because this isn't just like, oh, good defense, bad offense. Eh, makes it right around the middle. This below average offense, because they, they did heat up at points that kind of pulls that up, combined with one of the absolute best defenses in the country, makes this a really good team. And, and it, 15 Broncos. Sure. <laughs> yes. Well, let's go that route. Because it kind of does make sense. You're Was going that to be a good analogy, to... guys? Good. Oh, my God. He made a good analogy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem is uh, McKinley Wright isn't like 50 on his last leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah but also, football, basketball. No, it's, it's like Dry Horn is the Peyton Manning type, the wily old veteran, you know? But he's still good. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Peyton did kind of suck. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the, the defense is just so good, and that is going to be their game in and game out. That's just, that, that, that has to make you excited, and I don't if, know what else to say. Like, If you're going to beat this team, you're going to have to do it by making tough contested jumpers. Yeah. When they are that locked in on the defensive end, like that's how you got to do it. And guess what? USC has the guys that can do that. And so mm-hmm. tomorrow night, 
they might get hot and they might do it. But they are going to make it extremely difficult for them, just as they have the last two times these teams met up. So this is exciting. I hope Tad has um, a little extra vigor tomorrow because he was robbed of coach of the year, uh, in my opinion. I don't think uh, Andy Enfield has any claim to that when Tad Boyle beat him twice um, or six times in a row, uh, for that matter. Take your pick. But if they win tomorrow, then he might have a cl- he, you know, he has a claim. Um, if if the Buffs win tomorrow, I'll be saying the exact same thing I said last or about Eli Parquet. Go back in time, rip up your stupid crap ballot, and write it again and give it to Tad Boyle. That's I'll- what I'll be saying tomorrow night. Also, while we're here, go rip up your Pac-12 sixth man of the year rules because that's Jariah Horn. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's tough that he wasn't able to get the award because he played three too many games or started three too many games, but he was good again tonight. Made I mean, I guess he missed that second shot, but that first shot he made when he came in that was like a deep two, those are the shots that just... Make you so confident feel, in this yes. offense. They like, make you like feel good. Yes. When you're on, like when you're on the floor, whether you're watching, you're just like, oh, he's out there. All right, we're okay. He got an open look, and of course he knocked it down. Yep. Sure, it's not the look that most offenses are trying to generate, but it works. And it has to be deflating to be the other team and see Jariah Horn coming off the bench. And when he gets an open jumper, he's going to knock it down. It doesn't matter if the rest of the offense has been cold or not. You know what I love about this game is – no one like burned their great game card. Like mm. Eli was amazing, but like McKinley, you know, he that was far from a signature performance from him. Jariah Horn didn't go off. He wasn't hot from three. Um, you know, Deshaun Schwartz played nice down the stretch. He wasn't great throughout. I guess you could say the one person who may have burned their great game card is Dallas Walton. He knocked down a three. You know, he was hot early. But the reason I say that is because it's just difficult to stay hot you know even if it's just overnight like you you know you just you could lose it no one there's no one that played so well tonight that i'm saying like oh they can't follow that up tomorrow and they're gonna need everyone's gonna need to play better a little bit better tomorrow but you know you feel good that dry horn's not gonna have two off nights from three you feel good that mckinley wright's not gonna be missing his floaters tomorrow you feel good that maddox daniels isn't gonna go over did he go over? I feel like he went yeah. over. Uh, he didn't make yeah. a shot. Uh, you, you feel uh, over two could be okay. worse. Yeah, exactly. So, but no one, you're not looking at anyone's sat line and be like, okay, well they're gonna regress tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and the only other name I'd add with Dallas Walton is Evan Batty. It's five of seven from mm-hmm. the field, fifteen points, five boards, and, and an assist, a steal, and a block. He just did uh, him exactly, yeah. exactly, and in the same way that. Like, defense is replicable. Sure, it was a great game for Eli Parquet, but you're not, like, relying on bounces as much. Like, you're just getting out there, being in good position. He can do that night in and night out. Evan Batty's game, a lot of it is like that. Sure, there's the shooting part, and we've seen him go, or be a little bit up and down, I guess. But outside of that, the way that he rebounds, it just, again, just so nice to have on your team. He was fighting for boards down there. And and the shot that the Buffs hit, the little layup at the end where he feeds the guy underneath, that was supposed to be the dagger. That should have been it for the game. And it's because Evan Batty was able to make a play for a teammate, which is not something that you ever get from a big man. Now, could he still improve the playmaking and have more of those? Like, absolutely. But a, a good game from Evan and... I think that he deserves some credit for that. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, we highlight how great this backcourt is, and it's probably one of the best 
in the conference, if not the best. You know, I think Oregon has a good case. They've mm-hmm. got, you know, Will Richardson, Chris Dorotay up there. But this front court is what's going to push them over the edge. If this is a team that wants to make, you know, the 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 conference championship and actually win the conference, or if this is a team that wants to get out of the first weekend, it's going to be through the front court. Dallas Walton having one of his most confident showings in, in, in some time, and it's disappointing because he got out from a, a pretty ticky-tack call um, where he got that third foul and really never got in there. But two people that I, I want to talk about, just real quick, too, mm-hmm. you touched on Jariah Horn. Why don't and, we hit a break and then circle back to those guys that's a good call um we're gonna hit a break while we do that you guys leave your questions in the chat we'll get to all those ways down the road this show is far from over (laughs) um but whatever questions could be in your brain right now just throw them in there and we'll have a lot of fun by Uh, the way shout out at the the chat's popping Mm -hmm. the chat is popping for um 1 a.m on friday morning The jobs are good. <laughs> but what what are people supposed to be doing right now? Sleeping. Like after seeing no you can't <laughs> yeah, sleep no, after that. That's unrealistic. That's why we love these people. That because they're like us. They get it. And they also get the seltzers from Breckenridge <laughs> Brewery. <laughs> Damn right they, do. they understand just how good those seltzers are. Um I've still only had the peach and I really like the peach. I've heard good things about a bunch of the other flavors. Um I just realized I've asked you both on this podcast <laughs> what your favorite flavor is. But I forgot yours, Ryan. What is your favorite flavor? I'm a honeydewman. Honeydew. That's right. And because it was the whole thing about how honeydew has no flavor, but that's the point of the seltzers. It's very subtle. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for remembering. So there you go. Uh, that was a recap of a conversation we had in a previous post-game show. Um, Last time on DMVR. <laughs> <Bucks Post. laughs> yes. Uh, the seltzers are good. The beers are so good. You should definitely be drinking these because you're supporting, first of all, a Colorado business. Um, and you're also drinking really good alcohol. Um, if you want to check out the seltzers, get on the Breckenridge Brewery website. Go to that beer locator. It'll tell you exactly where you can pick those up. All the gas stations, all the grocery stores, everywhere. Uh, it's a cool tool. Make sure you're using that. Also, Green Mountain Dental Group. Um, we've had actually a bunch of DMVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group because of how good their work is. Um, they're a family-owned dentistry, conveniently located 15 minutes away from downtown Denver and Lakewood. Uh, and they have taken the wisdom teeth out of several <laughs> oh of God, our employees. Of all the ways <laughs> to say that. Can we talk about, real quick, this just a oh, quick no. interjection. I, it was right during like a TV timeout and I pointed up and I was like, I really hope they put those shirts in the, in the bookstore soon. Like just the tournament tees, you know, we are Buffaloes and Henry goes, are those not just for the Buffaloes? Right. <laughs> you kind of ruined the story. He but did. It's okay. Did I not do it well? Yeah, no, he no, just, no, just a couple of the important yeah. details are wrong. It's like the entire story yeah. was built around those details. That it was. It was what made it worth telling. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> if you were there, you'd know. Um, and if you would have been at Green Mountain Dental Group, you'd know just how well these dentists pulled the teeth out of our oh friends God. and coworkers here at DMVR. Okay, Ali. Um... Yeah, so check them out. If you do that, then uh, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. All you have to do is schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. It's a great deal. Take advantage of that f- for sure. Um, back in Wait, with some... Real quick. Oh, no? Um, More? Ben, can we talk about how Henry had, was doing the Bill Walton thing without even realizing <laughs> he was doing the Bill Walton thing? It was actually like 10 times as obnoxious as Bill Walton doing it because that's like his thing. But like... 
the game was just like getting to like the most intense moments and Henry was just like talking. Just like things actually, popped he was into my head about Bill Walton. He's like, I love how Bill Walton does this stuff. Like, it's so funny. Like, you know, like how important really is it? I'm like, Henry, please. It was like a five point game, and Henry's like, if I beat the Broncos, I'm gonna clinch a three seed. Madly, <laughs> and I could feel Ryan going like, cool. And it was after they like, had just shown the bracket. We're thinking, <laughs> we're thinking about brackets. We're thinking about seeds. Oh, look, three seed buffs. I would also in the AFC. Yeah, and again, like my good friend Bill Walton, <laughs> unlike my uh, not friend D- Dave Pash, who does not mm. understand the genius that he works with. I mean, actually, this was one of the times that we had the the, the issue. But it was after he was talking about about the Falcon, mm-hmm. and Falcon. I was upset. Bird in the world. Yes. I was upset that Dave Pash didn't say, well, what sound does the Falcon make? And while I was saying I was upset, apparently he made the Falcon sound. And so I missed it <laughs> because I was talking. So just know that I'm upset with myself too. So. Okay, good. I'm glad we have the air cleared on that. I yep. was going to call you out for it in the moment. I was like, it's funnier to call you out on the show. <laughs> I, I, I actually was surprised you didn't call me out in the moment. I was like, huh, I just brought Maybe up that's the what Madden was, game right Hen- now no, and nobody Henry said anything. Henry was just seeing just how far he could poke you. Mm. He'd bring that up and then unprovoked. Henry also started doing the quack noise just by himself. The, yeah, it's, Henry what and Bill Walton would actually be incredible on a call together. That would be, no, be some good content. I, I, it would be a lot of fun. And someday, my, I, first ever elbow bump during the pandemic. Yeah. I'll say that again this one show. One year ago today. Is, yeah. One, one year ago yesterday, actually. Is that true? By the way, Tad Boyle, I believe now... I don't want to mess this up, but I'm just going to throw out a number and think it's right. Uh, 10 and 1 in the first in his first game at the Pac-12 tournament. So, like, w- this wasn't really mm-hmm. the first round. But last year was the first time he had ever lost in the first round. So, how many years has he been the coach? Not It's not 11. So, I was high on Yeah. Him. But but it, it is also true that they've never lost. Like Why, he, was, he was 13 and 8 coming into this tournament. In the Pac-12. In the Pac-12 uh, yeah, tournament. But then we're going to have to go Pump? through how many times. 100%. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> Just forget it. All I know is Tadbo's only ever lost once in their first game when they arrive at the Pac-12 tournament. Also, that was the only time that they've lost to a team with a higher seed. Does that even count, though? Can we just... Is that... Does that is that in the uh, I mean, honestly, the record book? Quite frankly, it's interesting, though, because the world started to end, like, before that game tipped. Rudy Gobert, all that went down mm-hmm. two hours before tip-off. It was crazy. I know, because we were texting about it because I was in the middle of a Marvel Super Movie Club meeting as the world yeah, was falling. Just, yeah, keep that on yourself. You, you have a pretty special position in that club, don't you? Yes, I'm the founder and president. Um, and, <laughs> I didn't and, know you founded it. As I know, I pounded it. Fa- you oh, said pounded pa- it. <laughs> I said pounded it. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a weird one. <laughs> I want to get back to my point about Jariah Horn before I was rudely interrupted. Oh, wow. Yes, like years ago. It's not even relevant. But what I was going to say is, and he ties into Jabari Walker in this way as well, guys that can come in and even when the offense is in a rut, just give you enough of a a, a little bit of a boost to break it up. Henry, you brought up Jariah Horn takes some very low percentage looks. And it's, it's interesting because there's nobody else in the world that I would want taking them. Maybe, I mean, not world, because obviously like Nikola Jokic. But on this team, obviously, or in, in this conference, Jariah Horn just has a knack for knocking down low-percentage shots, whether it's a step-back three that's contested or these pull-up jumpers that are, you know, deep twos. I, I reference Alabama, and, and the reason why Alabama this year is so good is their offense is 
the most, you know, one of the most efficient in the country because they only score in three ways: layups, free throws, or threes. Because it's just statistically, you know, the the most efficient way to do things. And Dry Horn really isn't that kind of player, but it he's so consistent and good enough and savvy as that veteran. And then to point to Jabari Walker, whenever he comes on the floor, it's almost automatically he's getting fouled or he's getting an and one, just because having him come off the bench, teams I don't think know what to expect whether it's the athleticism or just the sheer talent, until you really go toe-to-toe with him, I think it surprises him. And I, I think that's true of a lot of the bench. I, th- I think Jariah, I think Jabari, I think even Maddox are, are players who you do have to feel out just a little bit. And, and more than that, they're, they're good bench scorers. And I think that that's what I realized tonight more than anything is that when things don't go well for the starters, you do have guys on the bench who can just come in and it's like none of that ever happened. And, and that is just, again, so valuable, like so many other pieces of this team. Um, Let's jump into a couple of these other games that happened today, just real yeah, quick, um, just because I'm curious what your thoughts are. Um, I'm still trying to find the correct numbers of that stat I threw out. <laughs> <laughs> just take, I mean, he's only lost once. How many years has he been the coach? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, 2011, <laughs> right? But then they weren't I in the Pac-12 when he first showed right, up. Right, so 2012. Big 12. So, so it would have been 2012-13, so he would have been eight years in the Pac-12. So I'm trusting the Ben Palm rankings. Well, I'm dear God, I was just a, a twinkle in my father's eye that year, right? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Um, but okay, what? So 2012, that would have been four wins, right? No, I'm not talking about overall record. I'm talking no, no, about- but I understand. But I'm thinking backwards because we know his overall record is 13 and eight. No, you're doing this wrong. You said it's been eight years. Eight years, so- and the first year he won four. So that means. Why are you doing this? You're someone you're, in the comments you're misunderstanding help us out. what I'm saying. No, I'm- you are saying losses in the very first game. Yes. So what I'm trying to do is count back from the but amount of wins. Why would you do that? Oh. All we have to do is know <laughs> the number of years, and then we just minus one from that. So if it's eight years, he's seven and one now. He's eight and one in the first game that they arrived. That, well, that right. could be like an easier way to do it. Okay. But you shut down the Ben Palm right now. Hold on. This hold was on. his tenth season. Oh gosh, that's the, the, the oh, tenth but, season in the Pac-12. Right. Well, tenth season in the Pac-12. Wait. I here. Here's the. <laughs> I pull, I have. I was Damn, emailed. I was actually really close. Nine and one. Off I said by one. Ten and one. Yeah. All right. Real quick. Uh, Daniel in the comments. <laughs> They're checking their phones to look at a stat, so calm down, please. What, is he mad we're checking our phones? Yeah, he says stay oh. off the GD phones. They're looking up stats oh, and trying to I was actually just, like, out. texting friends and uh, I just wanted to scrolling see, Instagram. I wanted to see oh. how many impressions Did I had Did you see anything good? Yeah, I saw lots of oh, great stuff. Shit, maybe I'm I got to get over there. Too, yeah. Okay, well... Do you want to talk for a second while I check that Instagram if there's good yeah, stuff? I have I a compulsive need to take a selfie on Snapchat you right should now. Take, you send Snapchat. You look at Instagram. I'll talk about the bus, and then we'll trade so none of us get taken away from our phone for too long because then we'll have withdrawals. Okay. We could pass the iPad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so real quick, I know you guys will answer most questions in the third segment, but we do have a lot of people asking about what you guys think the biggest matchup for tomorrow is since you guys were talking about the other games today. Good tie-in right there. That is a good question, and, and I think that you look at – Are we talking biggest, ma- most important matchup in the game with USC? Yeah. It, it's it, got to be Evan Mobley versus the Buffs front court. Yep, yep. Whoever that may be. They have done such a good job of containing him in the first two games. It's, like, weird. Like, 
I watched him tonight, and I'm just like, the guy's unstoppable. And it just hasn't felt like that when the Buffs play them. So I think, you know, one of the things we've talked about in the past, I think we actually talked about this on the last post game about what the Buffs can do. One of the things that, you know, with um, Mobley that makes him so difficult is he's pretty strong for how lanky he looks. Mm -hmm. He's definitely not stronger than Evan Batty. Like, definitely not stronger than Evan Batty. And he's probably not stronger than, than Dallas Walton either, who kind of has some grown man strength going for him. So that's one thing that they can do is really keep him out of there. They've done a really good job of forcing him to take jump shots uh, in the first two meetings. And if they do that, they're going to be just fine. Uh, again, it comes down to, you know, they've got a lot of different role players who can make shots. If those guys are making tough shots, it's going to be a really tough game. But I think Mobley is obviously your number one priority. And as long as you don't let him to get e easy stuff, then I think you're going to be fine with him. That's kind of where I'm at, too. Um, the other thing is that he just got to the foul line so much tonight. And honestly, I don't even know that you can pull too much if you're Colorado from the Utah-USC game today when it comes to Evan Mobley just because they don't have anybody who can stop him. Like, like, what do you wind up with? 7 of 14 from the field, 11 of 14 from the free throw line, 26 points, 9 rebounds, a couple of assists with 5 blocks. Yeah, I mean, like, Utah's best person to cover Evan Mobley is probably Timmy Allen. And that's... You know, that, that's just a clear mismatch. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be like saying, let's put Jariah Horner, Eli Parquet up yeah. on. More like probably Deshaun Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> and and so that's, I mean, Utah's got, you know, Brandon Carlson, who's a big seven-footer. He got into foul trouble early. And also, he is not the same front court presence like Dallas Walton, Evan Batty, but also with Jabari Walker. Um, and, and I didn't mean to cut you off there. Were you going to say anything else? About no, I like throws? what you're saying better. Fair enough. Uh, the other thing I was going to bring up is just his rim protection is kind of my biggest concern because, you know, his offensive output we have seen through two games, that's a big enough sample size to know, okay, he's probably going to get 16 to 20 points on you. And, and that's just what you kind of have to live with. Tonight, five fouls. This is a guy who's averaging 20, or not fouls, excuse me, five blocks against Utah. This is a guy who's averaging over two blocks a game on the season. That is where I think he really could get into some trouble is if he is not allowing you to finish at the rim, that's when you're not getting kind of that trade-off. You talk about Eli Parquet and Maddox Daniels, for example, and say, okay, well, how does the, the plus-minus break down on their coverage? And that's why Eli Parquet is so valuable because Maddox Daniels might be able to go drop nine points quickly, but it's more likely that his other guy gets 12. With Evan Mobley... Again, you can kind of bank on he's going to have 16 to 20 points. How can you combat that? The fact that he is the best rim protector in the country, it makes the mid-range really important. It makes McKinley Wright hitting these floaters all the more important. And that's why, you know, not that tonight was concerning, but to see their offense out of a groove a little bit in that area is 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 a little bit difficult because that's where they're they're just going to have to hit tomorrow if they want to overcome that. <clears throat> One thing that I think from today's games, I know you wanted to touch on them a little bit. Mm -hmm. First of all, the whistle was just absurd. <sighs> but I think this benefits the buffs. And let okay. me show you the roundabout way that I can spin this. Uh, I love this. I have a feeling someone in the Pac-12 is going to say we cannot do that again. Because I think it was Oregon State had three players foul out tonight. Yep. Like how stupid is that? Pretty you can't stupid. have three guys fouling out. I know the game went to overtime, but you just can't have three guys fouling out on the same team. I think that someone somewhere is going to say, hey, let's calm down a little bit on the whistles, boys. Let them play a little bit. 
And I think the Buffs need that because it's very easy for Evan Mobley to go and get Evan Batty and get um, Dallas Walton into foul trouble early. And then you're going to be scrambling to figure out how you're going to cover him all night. So while the flip side of that would be you'd like to see him get into foul trouble, he doesn't really do that. So if you get a lighter whistle tomorrow and you can be a little bit more physical mm-hmm. with Evan Mobley, I think that's a positive. And I just really think, what was it, a, over 100 foul calls? 103 in the, fouls in just the two the first, games that went to overtime. In just that, Not including the Oregon-Arizona State. <laughs> uh, that's according to somebody in the Discord. That's not a Ben Bomb <laughs> official ranking. Okay. So. I, I believe it because I watched those games. Oh, I mean, it was <laughs> atrocious. And I just, I really have to imagine someone somewhere is going to say, look, that sucked. Not to mention it pushed the final game. I know it went to overtime, but those games were already slow. There was like seven reviews in each of those games. I think they're going to say, hey, let's calm down on the whistles a little bit tomorrow and try and let them have a more free-flowing game between four very good basketball teams. Like They don't need you to be babysitting them in there. I really hope that that conversation happens. At the same time, you would think that if they're going to realize that now, like... Why not at the end of the regular season be like, hey, guys, you're doing the thing again where, like, you're calling a bunch of fouls that we don't really yeah. need and it, everybody hates it. Like, this, is, if, this isn't a new thing that's happening, and that's what concerns me when it comes to it getting corrected tomorrow. But, I mean, it has to be a conversation, right? Because it's a conversation that everybody outside of the Pac-12 is having. They have to hear it. it like, it, it is just a problem again and that is not fun for anybody. No. I mean, nobody on the East Coast that wasn't an alumni of these two schools watched this game. And <laughs> Of course not. And that just, that just does nothing for the conference in, in, in turn as well. You've got a team right now in Colorado who, if they win this tournament, they legitimately could be trending as high as a three seed. Most likely a four if they win it. But what, what you're saying is, is, you have good teams playing in this conference, and if that happens again, tomorrow's tip is supposed to be the same time, right? Yes. If How, that gets How are there back? two games and one tips at 9.30? <laughs> I don't know. Well, the thing is, I mean, they're getting the one ESPN game per day, and they're, they're going at 9.30, 9.30, How bad I'm, is that? I, it's terrible. Like, is ESPN saying, like, you've got to do it? I don't know, but the, the biggest problem I have is, like, so you had four games today. Uh-huh. The one that you got on national television – <laughs> the ratings are going to be comically low. It's like you couldn't have got you. You would have been better off having the uh, the Oregon game in on national television in the middle of the workday. But what was on ESPN at the time? There's there's probably some other conference tournament. And it was uh, it was West Virginia Oklahoma State. Yeah. So I get it, but there's also like ESPN two and I just <laughs> yeah. How is there a game in the semifinals of the tournament tipping at nine thirty? Especially I, when there's no one in Vegas, because I get it when you're in Vegas, like you want two primetime games, so you have six thirty and eight thirty or whatever, five thirty and eight thirty in Vegas. There's no one there. So <laughs> you couldn't have reworked the schedule this year to be better for television. It's just it's shocking. Three more or months. less shocking than nine AM kickoffs. M- more. More shocking? Nine AM kickoffs are fi- I'm fine with nine AM kickoffs. Okay. Nine AM I mean, kickoffs makes sense it. for the alternative because a nine AM kickoff means you're playing in that 11 a.m., 12 a.m., you know, 12 p.m. window. But Well, and it's great because, you know, it's not like people w- wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, I need a break before I turn on college football on a Saturday. True. They're like, put it right into my veins as soon as possible. I, I don't know. I, I, pre-gaming and tailgating before 9 a.m. kickoff at Folsom sounds... It's going to be hard. 
Yeah. Right, we'll do it. Yeah. What about an all-nighter? Oh, dear Ooh. God. Well, we're trending that way now, so. I like it. Well, also, seniors, uh, they, like, have to, graduation starts at, like, 8, so they stay out, they go to the sink at, like, 5, 6 a.m., so people are used to it. People are drinking waking up that early i can firmly say with 100 percent confidence that i will not be one of those seniors well i don't Let's think do that will be happening if the buffs get a 9 a.m kick at Folsom, we're this doing year an yep Ugh. absolutely we just tailgating the out there yeah i don't know we'll figure it out we'll like <laughs> chill by boulder creek or something <laughs> oh lovely yeah <laughs> we'll camp camp on boulder creek it's crazy how like just sleeping next to the creek is like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. It seems like a terrible idea. Then you call it camping. camping. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that, of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't say that Put sounds a like a great time? Put in, in like a tree that o- overlooks that near like Scott Carpenter Park. Mm. Could be a vibe. That's a that's a good date spot. That's a, The key is you go to... Uh, ben Palm date spot rankings, go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> top three. Um, If you take a girl up Flagstaff, there is a reservoir. Uh, Flagstaff. Oh my God! And it, this is all news to me. And it is a it is a, a prime spot to go at night. You can walk down by the water. Um, Boulder Creek. You go to no- Noodles and Company. It get is one twenty six. I would love to go home and not hear about Ben's dating. Oh, I would love to. Chat I, would I would love. I would love to Allie, talk I, more buffs and then go home not hear about Den's I am honored spots. that she thinks I've been on a date. No, this is just See, no, that was the question is yeah. how many girls have you taken to the reservoir? No. I've actually, I've taken one. Um, <laughs> Did she make it home? Yes, she made it home. Actually, <laughs> the one girl by the water. I the, didn't know what was going to happen. Then. The one girl <laughs> I took to the res ended up being the one that I took to IKEA before my oh, car accident. Yeah. So, I I got on the sim tr- uh, the sim how, train uh, early. IKEA date rating not bad um it's a little awkward when you go with a girl <laughs> that you used to like who rejected you and then you ask her to bring her cute friend because then you try and slide in on her and then she rejects mm. you too it's yeah. a whole jess thing. says so, i'm with Allie, and then about I, the bus stuff <laughs> yeah uh, oh okay about, i was I had I was more interested in um, your date spots. Yeah, and Nighthawk said Allie's a champ tonight for staying up with you hooligans, and that I did. That is always true. I wasn't going to bring I, it up I until now. I was suggesting now. is that just sounded like the beginning of a horror film. <laughs> you drive up a mountain. There's a reservoir. You can go down by the beach. Too Specifically gets, said at night. Yeah, he said at night. <laughs> you go. You don't do that no, because at night, it, under stars, it fosters better. Can you see conversation. the stars up there? Okay. Yes. Um, huh. No light see pollution. The stars great. It's should tough we to do see qu- the stars here. <laughs> should we do questions? Matt Cicinero <laughs> yeah. said, I wish we were in Vegas right now. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. That would be amazing. Soon. 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 DNVR Vegas meetup. Ooh. We got Elliot going to sleep. Next Thank you for it. watching. Go we finally put him to sleep. Yeah. We did it, guys. <laughs> the dating put him to sleep. No, Elliot, make sure you chime back in. Tell them that it wasn't the dating that put you to sleep. <laughs> no, that is where he was. That is it. why he wants to go to sleep. Thank you for watching, Elliot, and hanging out, and everyone else who's watching and hanging out. All right, uh, we're going to take one more quick break. While we do that, you guys get your questions in. On the other side, real quickly, we're going to share our takes on the Oregon-Oregon State game that's going down tomorrow, and then we're going to fly through those questions. (laughs) Or or maybe we're going to take our time. We'll see. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) um, I have to be on another live stream in just around eight hours. That is just absurd. Start... 
the all-nighter now honestly it's like I a 9 a.m kickoff i have been you want to practice you want to rehearse your podcast tomorrow morning <laughs> since 11 a.m and i have not left this See, bar i was gonna give you that shout out but then you just had you had to pat yourself on the back I was yeah for you because i don't want to <laughs> hear about den's or ben's dating spots i just combined if, if it's any consolation no girls want to hear about my dating <laughs> spots elliot said still here i was waiting for the end of the story <laughs> See? Yes. people were hooked and nighthawk okay. said right. this is why you are single <laughs> yeah. he's single because he has a great date spot gross reservoir no so <laughs> dad says fun store oh that's called gross reservoir <laughs> and then he also said those are bad for date spots speak for yourself i mean <laughs> anything with gross in the name Dude, I simped that girl for like seven months, and it's she didn't. It took her seven months to finally cut me out. I mean, that's Caleb, like a record don't for me. Encourage Gross this of all behavior. The Caleb, in my opinion, we just skip the questions and hear more of Ben's dating spots. Ben Caleb with an his murders. Excellent, excellent point. No. I don't know what the hell you two are talking about. Uh, I, look, all I can, I, I tune out my haters. All I hear are my fans, you know. And Caleb, right now, he wants to hear about my my dating spots i actually no, while, while you do this ad, no real quick <laughs> while you do this ad read folks in the chat please oh, type God. in are you pro or con blazer on a first date okay it, it would be pro no. or anti no yeah. no 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 yes you have to Hold explain oh, the God. situation oh, no but but he, i'll blazer. explain this question no blazer going to a girl's apartment to make dinner uh, at her in house. my defense it was not a town going, home not going to a yeah. nice restaurant he's, it's he's wearing not dating a blazer girls alley. to go to yeah, a girl's now. house I'm, and cook look, dinner and that Officially. date was not with a uh, that date was not with a girl okay that was with a woman okay she has a home <laughs> it does not matter oh, wearing God, a blazer is weird got Allie roped in on the <laughs> everybody's invested now all right ben, uh, benjamin says the bachelor dnvr edition <sighs> As we've been Allie, saying, we for will years. never finish the show if you keep interrupting Henry's ad break. Those are the one <laughs> things that have to happen. Um, did you fill out your bracket yet? Our sponsors, Manscaped, uh, who are the best in men's below the waist grooming, want you to do so. Uh, their precision engineered tools for your family jewels will help you turn that Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have to say it? <laughs> I just, I just, I just glanced. It's just like something about the way that you do the reads. Yeah, it's uh, It's so unnatural. It's unnatural. Um, well, let me continue. Natural it up. Their uh, precision-engineered tools for your family (laughs) jewels will help you turn that Kentucky Wildcat into a South Carolina game cock. Wow. Uh, Manscaped is trusted by over two million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer. For my college basketball fans, wow, my college basketball fans, 20% off. So no one. <laughs> plus free shipping with the code DMVR at manscaped.com. So many great products. We make jokes, but it really is really good stuff. Uh, and that's why Allie has decided to join us visually so that she can explain oh just how She's great the products are. No. I'm just showing up here because it's 1.30 and I'm just going to okay. also be on camera. Um, real quick, on, on, on Manscaped, uh, of all the dating spots, Manscaped can, can help you clean up the most important one. Wow. <laughs> Look at the smile. He, he just he wants to be there. a perfect. I really did. I thought <laughs> it was going to get you guys. Damn, I thought that was, gonna, <laughs> thought that was a good one. The sad part yeah. is I, I thought of that as soon as you said family jewels. Something clicked in my head where I was like, holy shit, wow. I got one, guys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did not work. Unclick that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it's great stuff. Uh, ben Palm, 20, 20% top, off. top three Manscaped products. Oh, well, okay. So, you, I mean, 
it's that's a tough. That's honestly tough. That one might stump Ben Palm because computers you are quick. Talk though. lawnmower. I, I, I'm gone. Come on, Watson. Computers I'm gonna, are quick. Right, I'm gonna go. Ball revitalizer. That's not a thing. Crop revitalizer. <laughs> I know. It's called crop. Preserver? Preserver? No, no, preserver, crop reviver. Reviver. Revi- I yeah. thought yep. it was revive- revitalizer. No, no nope. crop reviver. I promise you it's Guys, not. it's late. Okay, what well, goes crop, preserver, then lawnmower, then cl- crop. Reviver. Yes. <laughs> crop, that's, reviver. It's coming out of order or standard No, that's, order. that's one to three. Okay. Well, there you have it. God, and uh, with the perfect package 3.0, you can get all those plus some other stuff. And again, the code is DMVR for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Okay, um... The Oregon-Oregon State game. I would like to say, in my official prediction, I had Oregon State <laughs> beating UCLA. Nice. Ben? You got me on that one. Nope. Yeah, Take. you got me too. The Pac-Fessor did not pre- predict that. There we go. That is what I was looking for. Um, now they're going to play tomorrow, and I am absolutely taking Oregon. Am I crazy? Well, no. You're not crazy for taking the team that will be heavily favored. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> uh, I actually... I don't know what the spread is. Do we have spreads yet? I'll look. At, I'll look to see if we have a spread. Um, that guy who doesn't like when we use our phones, please cover your <laughs> eyes. Um, I think he, he's in Oregon the comments State asking, will... should the Buffs trade for Alex Smith? Uh, he Ooh, is also saying, it, will Katie trading. Nixon be playing in the game tomorrow? What about okay, Lavisca yeah, Chanel? Those are some good questions. He's a little off. <laughs> we'll get to okay. all those. I've got it. He's the line doing... is nine, and Oregon State will cover that. Nine, and Oregon State will cover that. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a rivalry game, third matchup for these teams, um, and Wayne Tinkle really has his team playing well right now. You know who has that team playing even better? Jocelyn Tinkle. Yes, she the entire game actually sat behind her last year for the one day of the Pac-12 tournament, and boy was it a trip because it really is just constant. Like she has something to say about every possession, and I, I think it helps. I, I think especially in this environment where there is no fans, to have the entire Tinkle family just there screaming their heads off. The whole time I was watching this, and like maybe Wayne Tinkle, like he already had his son on the team, he's avoiding nepotism. But like the whole time mm. I was watching, I was like, why is she not on the bench? I know. Give her a clipboard. Like exactly. she should be on that staff. Because she is like it's not just random stuff. Like again, I sat behind her and she's just screaming like Help! Like, get out there! Get out! Blah, 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 blah. She's great, and, and it's just like whoa. I think she's also probably I, like she's like the all-time leading scorer in like women's big sky. The, no, she went to Stanford. Or she went to okay. So but I think Tinkle she has some stuff there. Is, yeah, maybe it's insane. Montana records. She has, yeah, so I, don't they, know. Records. I know Wayne. Wayne was Montana's coach for a long and time. Two and two of yeah. two of his daughters. One played at Stanford. One played at Gonzaga. Obviously, mm-hmm. Trace played at Oregon State. He's in the G League now. I think. Mm-hmm. This isn't Family's quick. Juiced. This is not the quick oh. way to talk about the Oregon Oregon State game. No, it's not. I just realized. We got on a good Tinkle uh, rant. Though. Tough not to root for the Tinkles. And if you want to Tinkle better, Manscaped. No, what? Yeah, right. I don't know what your problem would be. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Manscaped solved. This is a forest. No, yeah. don't. I mean, don't dive into this, please. <laughs> Let's well, just no move one on. Would dive into it. Let's um, Oregon move State is sharp. On, please. With, with, like, Ethan Thompson's, I mean, 3 of 11 tonight. That surprises me because it he seemed like he was. didn't anything in the did, first yeah, half. It all well came in the, the second half. Yeah. in the second half. It's kind of when he turned it on. And who that is, is true. Um, who is their other? I can't remember his name. Take a pick. Silva, the big guy? No. He fouled out. his name. Two. They've got a nice little shooter. I think it's Lucas. Yes, it is. Yes, Jared. No, Five of ten from three. Of, but yeah, Jared. I mean, they've got a great front court. Or, I'm sorry, back court with <laughs> Lucas and Ethan Thompson. God, I'm so, 
I'm gassed. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a good game. Um, I, I think Oregon they need to keep winning because if they don't win the conference outright, they are really flirting with still a seven eight range just because their resume still just it's it, thin. It, yeah, incomplete. It, I mean it's it's mm-hmm. it's right there with UCLA, and that's why that UCLA loss was so detrimental. Yeah. No, I uh, I've got a good feeling uh, about the Tinkle team tomorrow. The Tinkle team. Yeah. Well, the Tinkle um, Beavers. I think we all share that same positive feeling toward the Tinkles, and we're ready for some questions, Allie, if there's some questions. There's a lot of questions. questions. I love when there's a lot of questions. All Let's right. go. Allie, you're surprisingly not excited to be up at 1.40 a.m. If if I hadn't been here for so long, I would be excited because the yeah, bus Allie's just... Allie's going on like 15 hours here. Hey, I've been folding the... shirts for the last eight hours. And <laughs> and packaging and shipping. Packaging. Give yourself some credit. How could you You're not... You're not just a shirt folder. <laughs> How could you not be excited? The buffs are headed to the semifinals. I am just very, very wow. tired. That yeah. was the least excited anyone's <laughs> ever I'm been. I've never heard somebody less excited I about semifinals. I am so tired. You could like see it in my face. But and hear it. But let's get to the questions. Aw, thanks. You're sweet. That is very okay. Sweet we've Ryan. got a lot of them, so oh, let's thanks. start Very off. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I am just tired, guys. I am just really, really just tired. The questions with a tiny bit of inflection. J. Uh, J. Rod said, "Ken is saving himself. I'm convinced uh, for bigger games. I'm convinced. Ken is saving himself for bigger va- games. No, I'm, I'm going to say it the way I'm going to say it. Okay. So get and if you're it. saving yourself." Make Please. sure you're ready with Manscaped. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's. We've seen this from Kin before. Like he does what is needed of him, and tonight he did what was needed of him. And tomorrow he needs to score more. That's like a probably it's a trait of like really great basketball players. I don't know what it is, but like Nikola Jokic has the same thing of like he'd much rather have you guys do it. A pass right. makes two people yeah, happy, not just right. one. And yep. when when no My one else is doing quote. it, they're finally like, all right, I got this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Andrew yeah. says, is Ken too hesitant <laughs> to spot up and take a deep shot too often in the second half? Uh-huh. It depends on if he hits his first yes, one. Yes, exactly. When he isn't hitting them, he doesn't want to shoot them. Uh, at at points, he is too hesitant. I think so too. But at, uh, you don't want to settle because he's not a good three-point shooter. So, you know... It's like I trust him because he's so clutch. And at the same time, when he doesn't shoot it, and I'm like, if he doesn't want to shoot it, I definitely don't want him shooting it because he's not all that great at shooting it when he wants to shoot it. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, Daniel asked if Tad Boyle was texting you, Ryan. No, Tad <laughs> is not texting me. You have Tad's Why not? number? I do have Tad's number. Andrew, okay, wow, big one. Whoa. Have fun, Allie. Have you been to the Sequatchia <laughs> River Valley where the mighty red oaks welcome you to the quack, 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 oh quack? My God. I <laughs> love this comment. Last night, then they've been to OTs in the Super Bowl quack. Andrew just won. <laughs> wow, oh, That might be the best the comment we've had on any basketball post game. I, if you could go anywhere with Bill Walton, where would you choose to go? I mean, I already know you're going to say the zoo. <laughs> oh my Which God. zoo, though? <laughs> I'm taking what? him to Gross Reservoir. The National Zoo. Where's the National Zoo? Uh, DC, I think. Uh, I've been to DC. Haven't seen the National Zoo. My sister said Ryan, that it was a good zoo. Of course, the National Zoo. Of course, DC. the National Zoo is in DC. Cincinnati Zoo is pretty uh, highly ranked. It's, it's right cool. over near the National Cathedral. It's called we, the we've nation's driven, capital. But I'm driven right by it. Um, anyways, good Elliot. one. It was a political joke. It was. Elliot comes in without Elliot, taking a side Elliot though. Says, exactly. No side. <laughs> Elliot. Says, I'm the politician now. <laughs> oh, what a twist. 
I'm muting, what are the politicians? I'm going to mute you both. So okay. listen. Does right. Ken's performance tonight concern you at all? For me, it's a no, but he looked incredibly out of it on both ends tonight to me. I did not see out of it. Uh, I just saw him not shooting well. Yeah. Which is fine. Uh, not Definitely not out of it on defense. He yep. was locked in. Uh, he dove for three balls within maybe the first five minutes. I mean, he was flying. I'm glad you brought that up because it is pretty crazy. Like, a lot of the time, the ball goes on the ground, and then, like, two guys kind of fight for it, and then a third guy jumps in for it. Kin gets down to the ground so fast and grabs that ball. That is a trait. He starts very close to the ground. <laughs> and he's quick. Like, he is... More than maybe any other basketball player in the Pac-12, he is equipped to get down on the ground quickly and grab a basketball. Yeah. And, and that and sucks. I mean, dive, no, not him doing yeah. it. I mean, like, diving on the floor for a loose ball, like, he doesn't, it's not like he wears, like, you know, shooting sleeves and stuff. I mean, like, just the court burn and that mm-hmm. just sticks with you. I mean, that's just annoying. And you're right. He, he just, he, it's not below him. He, he's putting everything he has well, out there. It is. Technically, all right. Floor. Barely. Um, Garrett now Barely. is asking: Will Maddox Daniels hit an important three in the near future? Yes, oh. as soon as everybody curses every time he touches the ball, that's when he'll hit his <laughs> next three. Yeah, we're getting close. Over two tonight from three. I think what if he starts over two in the next game? That's where you start to get like, oh, no, Maddox, please. Yeah, I actually never leave that state. Oh, no. Uh, But I do think, like, he's going to accidentally make one. (laughs) Accidentally. Um, All right. Bean says X factors for tomorrow's uh, game. Oh, I love that you'd use the term X factor because I'll I'll answer this the same every time. And I think it's true every time. There's one X factor on this team. And? And it's Deshaun Schwartz. I mean, like, the dude is so equipped to be good. And when he does it... It takes this team to another level, and I said it tonight, and I don't mean this as an insult to him. It's actually more of a compliment, but I said the only thing stopping – the only thing between this team and the Sweet 16 is Deshaun Schwartz. And, and again, I mean that as a compliment to his abilities. If Deshaun Schwartz plays well, the Buffs will beat just about anyone because they have another wing who can score. Um, and a lot of times you look out there at a lineup, and it's like, okay, the only options to score here are Kin, Batty, and Schwartz. And Ken, depending on the way the defense is approaching him, is not always, you know, uh, you can't count on him every time down. Mm-hmm. And Batty has his off nights, and it's just like you look to Schwartz. The thing is, you need to get two of the three going. And most times it's Batty and Ken. Uh, and then, you know, you'll mix in Horn mm-hmm. and those other guys. But mm-hmm. so many times it's just like, my God, if Deshaun Schwartz was making that corner three, this team would go to the next level. And so, again, that, that's a compliment to him. He's the X Factor tomorrow night, hopefully in the championship, in their first-round NCAA tournament game. He is the guy. As soon as it clicks for him, and hopefully it happens soon, this team is a different level of good. Yeah. There was a six-game stretch this season where Deshaun didn't score in double digits once. That is not something that I would have said would happen coming into the season. Like that, going into the season, you would have thought, what, averaging 12, 13, right around there? Potential for maybe even a little bit more. That's a it, lot in college, but yeah. It is. I mean, it is. I would have said he, he should average right around 10 points. Yeah. And, and you just haven't gotten enough out of him often enough this season. And like you said, though, you could turn it around and he could go win you games. 
I'm starting to get tired. Um, he right. just needs to finish at the rim more consistently. The shots will come, but that's that's where his game needs to improve. Um, you guys can see the screen. Do you see where the little comment thing is? We're halfway. How there. many? So let's let's oh, go wow. faster <laughs> on these. Um, do you? Caleb is asking. Do you think Colorado still deserves to be ahead of Oregon in the ratings? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hands yeah. down. Um, Benji said, do we see the same commentator pairing tomorrow night on ESPN or was the tension tonight enough to change it? Bill Wilton uh, always has tension. No, with it'll his be the same. It's Dave Pash. What? So, uh, Henry was they blabbering away during their tension. What happened? I missed it too. They, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I caught it when he was saying like, oh, maybe you should stop talking bad about all the graphics that our team made. And Bill was yeah. like, take it back. I never said that. And then it was just awkward. But I feel like he always fights yeah. with whoever he's I mean, it's mostly with. Dave Pash. They have very deep disagreements about the way the world works also like the republicans and the democrats in a way yeah Um, you said you weren't going to talk politics on tonight's show you did say that (laughs) and Um, and the reason was because i know that i'm gonna say stupid things tonight and i don't want to say stupid things about politics i was very careful in what i said are you really gonna go out on a limb and say that republicans and democrats disagree There's no need for any of this. Next question. Where do we place in the real bracket? Should I put my stimulus check on the buffs from Nighthawk? Don't do that. Yeah. No, it's Nighthawk. (laughs) Yes, do that. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun for all of us. What does that mean? I don't understand what this is talking about. Um, The the real real bracket, meaning the NCAA tournament. (laughs) As of right now, (laughs) let's say, let's run through the scenarios. They, They lose to USC. They're a five seed? Probably six seed. Six seed? They beat USC losing the championship. They're a five Five seed? seed. Win the championship, you're probably the top five seed. No, they're a four seed if they win. No. Well, honestly, though, it it depends on how the rest of it falls because, for example, Villanova right now, ever since they lost their starting point guard, they haven't won Mm -hmm. a game. They just lost to Georgetown today. That's a bad loss. Villanova could reasonably fall down to the 4-5 line. If there are some other bad losses like that, the buffs could sneak up. Mm-hmm. But I, I think at this point it's it's too high because most people have them as a six. To jump up to a four with two games I think might be a bit much. But I've been wrong before. I frequently am. Uh, so <laughs> speaking, though, real quick, shameless plug, um, we're going to have a DNVR bracket of our own. Um, so stay tuned to that as well as all the different coverage we're going to be doing. We're going to have a live selection show show. Live selection Sunday show. You're really struggling on that one. God, I'm tired. This isn't usually They got job. the point. Next yeah. question. He's not the plugger. Live Sunday yeah. selection show. Thank you. <laughs> Good job, Allie. I was like, can I do it? Wow, Allie smile. I hey, did. we got her. I've been smiling. I'm just tired. All it took was for the buffs to go to the semifinals and for Ben to say something dumb. Someone said, I, I, I saw they said they disagree with me. I need to see that. Mm. I don't Scroll see down. you see that. Oh, I have eagle eyes. I mean, it was probably from a while ago. You're going yeah. the wrong way. Okay, well, uh, we're not there yet. Oh. So. Um, we could be here forever. <laughs> we might be. <laughs> we don't know because every time we answer one, some more come in. Yeah. And the bar gets smaller. We could be scrolling through something the viewers can't see all night. Jess says, we had friends take tomorrow off because of the game tonight, you know? 
Wow. That's dedication. That I respect dedication. that, but also I think it's kind of soft. But I also well, work we also don't know. <laughs> we also don't know where Jess so lives. I have nothing to. Uh, I can't really hold that. Apart. We don't know where exactly. Jess lives because Will and Nina. Shout out to Will Whalen. Um, mm. They are up, right. and it was two thirty in the morning East Coast time. So like they could be on the East Coast, and that it's is late. It's gonna be two thirty by the time we're done with this. Okay, but I meant for the actual game. Um, Nighthawk <laughs> says at least your game isn't at ten a.m., which is Alabama. <laughs> Who cares about um, that? I was just. Look, she keeps bringing it up. So okay, yeah, <laughs> I shouted out Alabama's efficient offense today. I don't understand why you feel the need to. I, I gave you a compliment. Um, yeah. Caleb said, "In this case, it may be a blessing in disguise." RK Nuggets game will be over, and we can get that wrapped up before buffs. Mm, it's true. Yeah. We will. So tomorrow, for everyone uh, who is a Colorado sports fan, we've got Nuggets, Avs and buffs and rams um all tomorrow night it's going to be a busy busy night we will be doing a nuggets post game show here in the dnvr lounge an abs post game show over the internet a buffs post game show it is going to be jam-packed so be sure you subscribe to the youtube channel um, and give this video a thumbs up and come to the bar and come to the bar we are following all covid19 protocols and last and last call has now been moved to 1 a.m. So oh, no. we'll have time for all of the games to be over and to no. have a few drinks. How am I possibly oh. going to stay sober enough for this midnight live show? <laughs> I know this might be like a hot take, but I don't I don't need last call like the 1 a.m. 2 a.m. thing. Like like we could we could shut things down at 1130. No, I've, no, Terrible no, no. Take. That's not true. It's have, having okay. gone through this pandemic. I've been to a few cities where last call is 4 a.m. Yep. East exponentially Coast. Better. How was the next day, though? Well, well you plan exactly. Plan. I don't need that. Okay. I want this day to be good mm. and to end on time. Year old I know. Michael, I'm who is now, in, I've uh, grown up. Michael, who is sense. in Europe, says, "Jesus, oh. lads, it's, it's late." late. Well, <laughs> but for, for him, he's probably sitting there like this going through his do. morning emails on a Friday, thinking like, "The hell is wrong with those Americans?" But this is what they do over there. Like, like it's every other night they're up, like watching a Nuggets game at three in the morning yep we're we're doing it to pay homage to you michael we are um, michael bean is asking michael or michael i can't read at this point mckinley right draft stock up do we have to do this every game yes uh, still a i like it's it. very no it's higher just, than the 50th pick in the second round at best right now it's low it's just he, get yourself to the sweet take 16 yeah i mean it's it's not you don't have high, to go but, in detail um mckinley's great <laughs> you complain about great having to talk about this every time stock answer McKinley's great. I love him. He's going to have a great professional basketball career some somewhere. If, if next time this comes up, it does not matter though, if it's in the NBA or not. Feel free to just say like, "Hey Ben, give my statement for me." Oh, <laughs> that's what we have him. For. McKinley Wright will have two NBA rings with uh, by the close of this decade. Can't trust him with anything. Can't trust him with anything. Can't trust him All with right. anything. Uh, Book it. <laughs> Nighthawk says, "Serious question: Do the Buffs have a chance at this? And where is their ranking in the tourney?" What's I mean, this? Uh, so if this is the Pac-12 tournament, then absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they have as good I a chance as anybody. She means like the championship? The, the thing about the NCAA tournament is that you just can't predict it. In terms of Colorado, if, if you were to set the line, you'd, I mean, you'd have to set the line at <laughs> one and a half games, right? Mm -hmm. Because the, Actually, if, if you're a six seed, you're favored in the first game. You're playing the three seed in the second game. How do you guys know that stuff off the top of your head? I'm looking at the bracket to see that. I've looked at a lot of brackets. I know, so have I, but I just... 
Sounds like somebody is not prepared for the live selection Sunday show. I'm not. <laughs> but once I have a bracket in front of me, I'll know everything. Well, we'll bring some brackets. But yeah, I mean, once you do that, though, I mean, there's no reason that this team can't beat anybody in the country minus maybe two or three teams at the top. Whether they actually do beat those teams, if they get the opportunity to play them, you know, that's what the game is about. Uh, quadrants are going to be big for, or not quadrants, I'm sorry, regions are going to be big for this. Mm -hmm. if, if you get in the region of Ohio State or Villanova, you love the matchup. Villanova, they are, they need to go see a horse doctor right now. Okay. Just, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I knew that them. was going to go somewhere. And well, we just, no, and then I was going to say Ohio State, yeah. you, um, no, oh, like look your horse talking about murder oh. again. <laughs> we knew it. Oh we God. knew it. Someday we're gonna get well, a bad bomb of his murder. I'm allergic to horses, this so no wait, way. no, that's me. It's the Spider-Man meme. I hope two people are allergic to horses. So can't be. I've never met another person who's allergic to horses. Keep it rolling. Sorry, this is big for me. Okay. All right, everyone in the comments has no blazer. <laughs> no blazer. A Funny, blazer. she said that as well. What the hell <laughs> are you horse. taking to her frat house dinner? Weird. What fabric okay. was the blazer? Okay, great tweed. question. <laughs> it was tweed. It was a tweed blazer. Who the hell asked if I was taking her to a frat party? <laughs> Andrew. Andrew. What do I do I yes. look like I have no Move class? On. Okay. I'm wearing khakis and a hoodie right now. I'm above frat boy stuff. Uh, you know? Never that they wear that is the definition of a frat the outfit. Okay. They don't wear jeans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Beans says never blazer on the first date. Strictly Hawaiian yes. shirts. Great advice. <laughs> oh, that is good to know. Uh twenty four hour football shirt. says, Damn, how are y'all still up? We don't know. <laughs> what else is there to do? Then we've got Zach saying, so here's what we've learned tonight. DNVR, DNVR before dawn is... <laughs> Very volatile. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh wait, wait. Is that, is that Zach Gottlieb? Yes. You know, I, I've got a photographic memory. Kind of. And Zach, uh, I don't want to tease you too much. Oh, God. Don't but, say uh, something stupid. You might have a package coming your way in the mail tomorrow. And oh. it is not a so manscape package. No, it's not. <laughs> and it's not my package. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Um, Daniel says, seriously, great show. He was he was the one who was upset about the phones. Seriously, great show. First time watching from Maryland. Fun stuff. Just hits different from in Maryland. In Maryland at 4 a.m. <laughs> yep. We just have to wear them respect. out and get them when they're tired. Big respect to that. That's awesome. Um, Jess, to her earlier question, said, yes, East Coast peeps. LOL. She was in Aurora. The East nice. Coast of Denver is Aurora. <laughs> I've heard that. Is that a different time zone? And finally, no. Nighthawk said Hawaiian shirts are so good. Huh. So there you go. There Is you that go. really all of them? There's one more. <laughs> I think it's Nighthawk. Are we again. not doing phrasing? No, phrasing? no, that no. Was ben actually, delivering a package. Yeah. To a to a friend. Um, I <laughs> think it sounds sexual. Oh, we know that was the point. That was the point. All right, guys. Well, it's almost two a.m. So get your questions in for the two a.m. segment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ali, do you have any questions for us before we go? Um, this will be good. I, my brain is literal. <laughs> there has to be something you're wondering. <laughs> well, something that's I'm been gonna on get your mind. The, I'm going to get with the graphics team and have them mm. make a Ben Palm template for me to do my top dating spots, mm. um, all that kind of fun stuff. That so is, next time we have uh, a, you, a they, DNVR before no, dawn. No, no. 
No, 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 because we have a lot of March Madness graphics we are working oh, on. Yeah. Again, another plug <laughs> to go watch the show. one of them. <laughs> that <laughs> no. sounds March Madnessy. Okay, I feel like if I texted Kale and I was like, hey, could you help me make a graphic of my top 10 rated dating spots? I think I could get you him to drop the March Madness stuff. You probably won't go on 10 <laughs> dates in your life. Except, well, I should say with different people. Also, I, you're going to get locked up soon. I can just feel I'm it. I'm trying to, man. There's yeah. this There's this woman... No. This woman. I'm, no, I'm ready. My my I mom. I love how the people that are listening to this, like you keep calling her a woman. Like I just know the people who are listening are like, wow, Ben's like dating a 37 year old. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it's Claire Crawley <laughs> <laughs> from The Bachelorette. I don't even my know mom. Oh, yeah. When my when when my parents split, <laughs> my mom lost her engagement okay. ring. No, no, yeah, this, this is, is funny not though. <laughs> she blamed it. No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. No, no, hear me out. She blamed it on me because she thought I gave it to a girl. I was in third grade. Nice. I oh did. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was about to throw something. She at told you. me she liked Snoopy, so I gave her an engagement ring. <laughs> no, you didn't. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Also, wait. wait like, one more thing. I had a tough childhood. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess my um, main oh. question for you guys is. On a scale of one to ten, how are you feeling about the game against USC? Like buffs. E eleven okay. is how I am feeling right now. I honestly like at this point. I understand they didn't look as good as they could have. Pe yeah, people no are does. worried. But I mean, didn't we just watch USC almost lose tonight too? Yeah. Yep. Like, like, where's the outrage there? Well, like, there are just other people that are outraged. Oh yeah, that's right. We don't hear from them. Yeah. I had forgotten about that part. But no, outside but, of Oregon, everybody played a competitive game that's today. What I'm, that's what I was it's trying to March say. It's March basketball. Like, yep. You show up. First of all, you're playing in this cavernous arena. Uh, that like most of these guys have never played in a place that big empty, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just awkward except for I, even last year when they played, it wasn't empty. So that's weird. You're still getting used to it. Anyone's first game in a tournament setting is always just going to be a little sloppy. So, um, you got through that now tomorrow you can go play free and, and play good basketball. And, and even with that being said, they can lose that game tomorrow to USC. The sky is not falling. I'm on a seven. To answer your question. Seven? Okay. I'm, a, I'm about an eight. Um, USC is, they're still a very good basketball team. Evan Mobley is going to be a lottery pick. They, they've they got their work cut out for them, but they have a recipe, a, a formula, if you will, mm. to, to take down the Trojans. Hopefully it comes together tomorrow night. Let me just tell you this. If Tad Boyle beats Andy Enfield again, mm -hmm. I'm going to be on one tomorrow night so <laughs> oh, just God. buckle up i'm excited um nighthawk says does arizona dropping out change this yes no yeah they're always pests in this tournament and they're not here this time it's great yeah but i the reason i want to say no for this caveat is because they ended up as the they would have ended up as the five seed so they would not have been on colorado side of the bracket so either which way, Colorado would only have to face them arguably in the championship game. So I, I, the only reason I want to throw that out there is because I've seen other people say, well, this doesn't matter. I mean, you don't have to play Arizona in the tournament. The way this season shook out with no asterisks, you wouldn't have had to play them until the championship game anyway. So, But it just the whole tournament is different without them. It doesn't yeah. take anything away from the eventual mm -hmm. champion because they weren't going to win it. It just, you know, uh, so if they were the five, then Oregon State would have been the six. And, you know, it just... 
flips things around. Plus, when Arizona's not there, you don't have to spend half the tournament talking about scandals. You can kind of just pretend that that whole Arizona thing is not happening, and the Pac-12 tournament can be something totally separate. Yep, and that feels pretty good. Um, Before we get out of here, I have been waiting to say this for a while, but before Ben did that last whole thing, um, he was flexing on his pole with Kale. And I don't want that to go unnoticed. You were you were saying that sentence though. I did yes. not phrase it that way. No, but but no, you were saying like I could get Kale to make me some graphics. Like Kale, no, would, if I reached I, out to Kale, I, what I, I just, meant was is I think Kale would also find it funny. Yeah. So if I messaged Kale, I wasn't mm-hmm. flexing on my pole. Trust I'm just me, saying, I'm like, saying flexing I, on my pole. Trust me, <laughs> I am an undersell type Jesus. of guy. I would never flex on my pole. That's gonna do it for tonight. We're gonna be back tomorrow after the Buffs play. It's gonna be a late game again. Hopefully not this late. And hopefully you guys will tune in even though this was a weird show tomorrow who knows could be just as weird weirder weirder Weirder. let's get real weird hopefully things go well and we'll see you guys then